you want to? Ho, ho, ho. Oh. <laughs> was that a Christmas mind meld? That was, uh, yeah, I thought that's what we were doing. I no, we were I was see just. see who could, if we could come up with the same opener. I was letting you just kind of start the podcast. Oh, well, that's how I did it. Christmas part two. Christmas. The Christmasing. We're off to a, a fine start. It's good so far. <laughs> I wanted to uh, talk about... A lot of good topics today. Well, we're going to do some comedy and then so we'll go into Christmas. Possibilities. All right. I just wanted go to talk ahead. about my theme for December. Mm. Giving my comedy a theme every month. Okay. What's so, your theme? <laughs> <laughs> my theme for December for comedy is December to Remember. Sounds like a Christmas song. Yeah, well, it might be. The theme uh, uh, when giving your month a theme, you need either an alliteration or a rhyme. Why is that? You just you have to. <laughs> because. I mean, you can't have like. So you don't forget what you're trying to do this. Yeah, month? it's just it's just yeah, it's more fun. Okay, all right. It, it feels like the the comedy gods smile on someone who you know. Is good at naming things. Oh. So. so what does that entail? Oh, December to remember? Yes. Tell, I'm us, I'm glad, tell us all about it. I'm glad you asked. Well, as another year draws close, I thought it would be good to um, just kind of reminisce on my mm. own, like the journey I've taken in my nine years as a comic and just remember all of the ups and downs, mostly downs that I've had over the course of my career and just appreciate where I've uh, come from because it's easy to be like everyone. You're always thinking about like what you haven't done and like you haven't gotten this or made this or other stupid people got this instead of you. But you know, I'm just trying to relax. I was just uh, decide, you know, I'm going to remember where I've, you know, how what I've done and uh, so appreciate it. Is this a skill building exercise or is this just a, a soul, soul fulfilling exercise? It's like a, I would call it like a perspective building exercise. Oh, I thought it was about, I thought it was every month you were working on a skill. No, I am working on a skill every month, but I feel like. I thought this was like we review where we come from so that we can. Yeah, so that we could have. So we. Yeah. Moving forward, do. Well, I think it does. Work, it is something that. Work on the weak spots and hone the. It is, but and, the December. I don't know. This is about perspective and appreciation and right. being uh, thankful. Gratitude. Instead of being. Yeah, instead of being pissy. Gratitude, not attitude. Yeah, but a good or an attitude. Attitude of gratitude. Did you come somebody, up with that? No, somebody said that before. Ah. Uh, I'm sure. I was going to give you credit. I'll still take it. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, anyway, so how's look, it how's it been going? Well, okay. So listen. I did something when I first started comedy is I started like every time I would perform, I started out just doing this on notebook paper. Back before computers were invented. Mm-hmm. In 2012, I used a tablet for the <laughs> first year. I just started whenever I would stone pre- tablet, whenever I would uh, perform, I would write it down. I would number my each my sets. I would write down the date, the venue, uh, the city and state. I would give myself a letter grade, you know, which you know, and then I would write how much money 
I made, usually usually that space would be left blank. <laughs> that... It's going to be a quaint memory someday. <laughs> but, uh, so anyways, so anyways, I started doing that from the beginning, and then, like, I never stopped, because it was always, like, like, when you're trying to be a comedian, like, there, there's, like, there aren't many, like, concrete goals you could have, you know? You're like, hey, I want to get better, but how do you measure that? So one thing you can measure is you can just measure how many sets you've done, how long you've done them, you know, how many states, how much money you've made. So that's something I've done from the start. And uh, I have performed, oh, do you want to guess how many total sets I've done in my whole- In, in my, your whole nine years? In my nine years of comedy, how many comedy sets Oh, I don't I even done? know. I don't even, I don't even know. Where to guess. Where to guess. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I would just do some math. I would be like, there are 365 days in a year. <laughs> yeah. And let's say you've done a, an average of a set, uh, let's say 200 sets per year times nine. It's 1,800. That's actually a pretty good way of doing it, except when the first year I did it. I did it the same way I would guess jelly beans in a jar at the fair. Well, here's here's the thing. Okay, uh, so you guess so the, your yeah. guess is like 1,800 sets? Yep. Okay. That's my guess. So the very first year I ever did comedy, I only did 100 sets. That was like my goal, 100 sets. Yeah, but you started. And then 2020, we didn't do that much comedy. Right. So it's actually I'm just a hair under fifteen hundred sets, oh. fourteen ninety seven. Got a few days left in this month though, so maybe I'll get to fifteen hundred. Okay. So cool. actually, so your guess was actually big, pretty good. Are we having a big party? Yeah. At your fifteen hundred. What are we doing? We're going set? out to eat, like we always do. Uh, all right. Uh, anyways, so I just went through my uh-huh. whole list from. Uh, from the when I first started comedy up until now, and I, and I just kind of reviewed my list, and I just saw the names of all these places I performed at, and the few times I made money, and I just kind of, and then also I went back and I every video I had of me doing comedy, like I watched myself, all my old sets from when I were started, mm-hmm. and a few sets from this past year, and it just kind of gave me perspective about just how long the journey is of getting good at something. It's a long journey. Didn't you read a book? One? And our our listeners don't know this, <laughs> but you uh, really like reading reading books on uh, like skill building, mastering stuff, and, eh, and how to... I've read I some feel like books. You... I feel like it's a form of procrastination. Oh, I was just listening was to just... Mel Robinson talk about this, actually. I don't know who that I... is. Well, she's like a lawyer-turned like mental health motivational speaker specialist. She's actually got some... It's pretty insightful, which she's got to say. I mean, okay. she puts out these books where it's, it's like all boiled down to these simple steps. But I mean, that's sort of... She leans into the simplicity of her advice and stuff. So I think... I don't know. There might be something there. Might be something worth talking about even at some point. But the point is, I think that you would listen to Mel Robinson because, I don't know, like it's a you since i met you you've always 
been trying red, to improve myself. Red, yeah, you're into yeah. self. You're into self improvement. I am, but I. That? But like, I do that's think it's a, a form thing. of procrastination. That's, it is, or it can be. That's what Mel Robinson was talking about. But right. That's a different podcast. We'll talk. About, I'll let you. We'll watch it. The her thing together, mm. and then we'll talk about it later. Maybe for New Year's. Ah, like this New Year's self improvement. It's Christmas. New Year's topic. Yeah, New we're talking Year's. about we're remembering right now. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, a December yeah. to remember. It is. Yeah, December is about nostalgia. <laughs> so anyway, you were saying. Well, it just fifteen hundred sets. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm watching these old videos of myself. It's like, oh yeah, I was mm-hmm. I was I was opening my set with this joke. I mean, I've I always try to vary my set. But um, it's like, oh, I, yeah, I used to open with this joke, and you just see your, and like you see myself slowly gaining confidence. Like, so have you benefited from this? From I mean, the, not just as a person, as a comedian. What's what's benefit have you gleaned? I think it just hammered home how long it takes to really get good at something. Over the course of nine years, I started out shitty, and now I'm all right. Now you're good at something. I'm, <laughs> I'm between all right and decent, but I think that like, I mean, I think it's almost like, well, how good am I going to be in another nine years if I continue to work at this? You know what we should work at? What? Segways. So Christmas is coming. (laughs) uh, Hey, did you think I was done? Oh, I thought you were done. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm basically done, but I mean, it's okay if you're bored by this. Well, no, I thought you were you... We're done because you seem to be winding down because I asked what else what you had learned and you just reiterated what you already said. So I thought oh. I thought you were done. Well, that was the big thing. Okay. I mean, I also went back and I listened to some old jokes and I'm like, well, what if I went back to that old joke? Like, how would I do it now? How would I rewrite it? So I have like maybe seven or eight old jokes of mine that I watched myself do. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll figure out a way to... To bring that back. Okay. But I want you to pick a day from the past nine years, and I'll tell you when I did comedy, and I'll see if I remember the <laughs> which... sounds... It sounds really boring. It's really boring for me and also everybody else. <laughs> Listen, it's going to be really boring, but I'm just curious. I want you to pick a day, and I want to I want to see if I can actually... Any work. day over the last nine years. A month, a day, a year. Okay. Um, but not 2013, because that September one's written on... September. Okay. Yeah. Fourth. Okay. 2016. Oh, man. Okay, you picked a good one. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Okay, all right. All right. Entertain my your audience. Okay. Well, that's what I was trying to do before. September 4th, 2016. Yeah. I did not perform. Cool. It would have been <laughs> a Sunday. Fun. This was a lot of fun. And it would have been... I'm glad we had the opportunity to Labor Day this. weekend. But let me tell you something. The following... Wednesday, September 7th, I performed at Chives Grill in Alliance. I performed for 14 minutes. I gave myself a letter grade of a C plus, oh. and I made zero dollars. Cool. <laughs> you should be giving yourself an average grade every semester. I like, sh- <laughs> you know what was great about that like open mic, the Chives school. open mic, is it was like in the middle of nowhere, Alliance, like no one ever came. So there were times that this open mic where like I would just perform 
for like actual people. Yeah. And it would be like it almost be like a show. It would be like practice for a show, because it's like because so many open mics there's other comedians, but this like had actual people. You know what else? Chives are good on potatoes. <laughs> you know what? A little sour cream. You, you think, know what you I like? Think they're just there for color, and they are. But you know, you miss them if they're gone. You know when I love to eat potatoes is uh, Christmas time. Christmas time. Oh, I, I will eat a potato anytime, but everything tastes better at Christmas. All right, we're done so. talking about my December to remember. All right. Well, if you think I of went anything down, else, I went like down that. memory lane. I realized that memory lane is only interesting to the person who. That's those not memories necessarily true. <laughs> it's just some, some of the memories. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Fair All right. Enough. Fair enough. Okay. So, Christmas. So Christmas. I feel like we did a, didn't we do a teaser last time? We're going to talk about some Christmas treats, Christmas We're going to talk music. about some treats. Okay, well, no. It's, we said we're going to, uh, I think we revealed that uh, one of my favorite Christmas snacks was not not in stores. I don't remember that. You don't? Oh, well, I remember it from I mean, my I mean, I know which, which snack from it is. From my devastation. Okay. So we were talking about uh, our favorite Christmas treats, and there's so many of them obviously right uh but there's there are certain things that you only get at christmas right like a butterball like a or do you mean like the turkey or do you mean like a like the cookie oh the cookie yeah when are you ever gonna well i don't even bake it okay well maybe we should back up here and just you know what was a good segue that i looked up before what what <laughs> so good to excite I didn't sound excited, did I? The, yeah, you did. People are on the radio are always talking about how much weight people gain yeah. around the holidays. Um, it turns out none of it's really true. I think I've heard as much as like 11 pounds on average, the average American gains, but it's really like one pound, one to two pounds. I mean, I've definitely holidays. gained weight at the holidays before because I stopped well, sure. caring. Like this holiday, I've just stopped This holiday caring. has been intense food I've been wise. eating a lot and food wise we've had good holidays and bad uh, holidays when it comes to or, or maybe those maybe those aren't the right adjectives we've had indulgent holidays <laughs> and we've had holidays where we were uh, more health, healthfully minded there was one this year in my life one of where the I lost weight in holidays. December I've lost weight in December a couple a couple of years in my life this was a, a long time years. ago they, not this year for yeah, sure. it's not happening this year. Not this one. I will eat it. Uh, I will go get a cannoli right now. But anyway, well, I'll get a cannoli anytime. It's not just a Christmas treat. But there's certain things that only come out at Christmas, and you look forward to them throughout the year, and they're part of your Christmas sort of tradition. What peppermint you settle stuff? into Christmas? Well, I'm thinking specifically one of my favorite Christmas treats, which is the Hershey Mint fudge bell oh wow let's get some is it available <laughs> it is not available this year for some reason hershey has the, okay so hershey usually puts out two different kinds of bells there's like the peppermint bark bell and it comes in the little red and green and silver striped like uh wrapping and it's this peppermint bark bell and it's pretty good but then there's the mint fudge bell 
and it is like a milk chocolate. It comes in the green and silver, like a dark green and a light green silver packaging. And it's uh, chocolatey, but it's also minty and fudgy. And it's so good with coffee. And you usually steal some from your mom's candy stash for my advent calendar. And that is a perfect Christmas morning. But this year, for some reason, Hershey's didn't make mint fudge bells. (laughs) And I thought at first, so as Christmas was coming, I was like, I I was like, okay, you were all, my mom didn't get any of those mint fudge bells. And I was like, I'll find some, don't worry. And I Googled it and, uh, and they didn't come up immediately. And I was like, what's going on here? You know, maybe, you know what? Supply chains are low this year right Mm -hmm. everybody's talking about it so maybe um they just will bring them out later and i kept checking every day (laughs) every morning over my coffee as i ate no mint fudged bell Uh, i checked and they never came out with them which was um after i got over the initial devastation i was like this can't stand i have to do something about this so uh i got on the hershey's website and uh, I lodged a formal complaint. <laughs> you wrote a I letter? Wrote, I wrote a letter. To I wrote a letter to Hershey. You know what? Hershey is, I feel a, um, something like a connection to Hershey's as a chocolate. You know, like Hershey's is pretty prevalent. Everybody knows what well, Hershey's you're a Pennsylvania. is. Hershey. Yeah. I'm, I have roots deep in pennsylvania that's how i feel about grandpa's cheese barn yeah well i love them too i feel pretty (laughs) i've developed a feeling of ownership over grandpa's cheese barn as well but uh i just you know well you know milton hershey was like a good guy he and his wife like opened up a school for children (laughs) like to that didn't have a good education or parents or i don't know orphans or something i don't know i went to hershey park and they told us all that and uh, and probably saved the lives of mil- millions of children, and then uh, undid all that good work by not making mint fudge bells this year. Um, if you so went I'm to the Hershey School, did you get chocolate? Probably. Fudge? If you go to Hershey Park and you ride on there, like how's the <laughs> how's Hershey made um, ride? They have a ride there. And they've got, like, cartoon cows teaching you how they make the chocolate. And then I don't know if you really go into the factory, but they've set up something that makes it look like you're in the factory. And then at the end, you get a little chocolate bar. So Mm. you get chocolate then. So Hershey's is great. Everybody loves Hershey's. Um, I feel a little bit of ownership over Hershey's. And so I took it personally when they stopped making, or they didn't. I don't want to jinx it. I'm hoping next year. Did you get a response? No, can you believe this? And I was so polite at first. (laughs) (laughs) Can you read this letter? I was like, please don't. I don't. How long is it? You know what? I went to get it in my email today, and then I remembered it wasn't there. I remembered that it's right on the it's right on the website. Oh God! So would you? So I don't think I can. Dear Hershey, but I didn't read it. But I was like, dear Hershey, (laughs) dear chocolate people, (laughs) I can't help but notice. (laughs) That at the time I was still hopeful. It's like, as of yet, I have not seen the most delicious of the Hershey's Christmas treats in stores the Hershey Mint Chocolate Bonbon Bell. (laughs) (laughs) You started off. I I trust that (laughs) these will be hitting stores soon. 
right? But by the end, I was all like, are you trying to ruin Christmas? Are you trying to ruin Christmas? <laughs> so I said... So you gave them until Christmas Eve. Yeah, I gave them until Christmas Eve to, to At bring midnight. back... To bring back the to Hershey... put a bell. <laughs> a bell. Well, here's what I was hoping would happen. I thought they would read it and find me charming, and um, and they would stop the chocolate <laughs> presses... And they would go, you know, I mean, they already, they're putting out, they're putting out chocolate bells. They're putting out a, there's a bag of just regular milk chocolate bells and they're good, but they're not great. You know, they're not Hershey's mint fudge bum bum bells. And so I was like, you already have the bell mold right there. (laughs) I know know you have. Did you remind them that they had the bell mold? (laughs) Yeah. I know you have the mint. So you got the, chocolate. You got the mint. You got go the mold. Down, just go down to the basement. You got get, the bags. Get your barrel of mint. You got the designs from last Bring year. Bring it up and un, just write this wrong. You, it's what Milton Hershey would You got want. a B on and your Mrs. keyboard, Milton an O, Hershey. an N. So um, I was pretty, pretty sure that, that, you were gonna... <laughs> that I was going to save Christmas with this letter. Um, or that at least, at the very least, I've heard tales of people, like, um, when something was, uh, one of their favorite products was discontinued, they wrote to the company and the company sent them all their leftover product. And I was like, maybe <laughs> they'll send me an enormous box of Hershey's Mint Fudge Bon Bon Bells and I can put them in the freezer and pull one out the every Christmas for the rest of my this, life. You, you, like... You gotta get a hashtag going like the bond is gone. This is a really good point. I don't that's good. You're good at this. You should run social media for this campaign. <laughs> I wish that we had talked about this weeks ago because now Christmas is in three days or something like that. I mean you There's know. only one person who yeah, can save us one now. person. Uh, I imagine someone at Hershey reading your letter and they're like, And her name is Noelle. Yeah, and my name is So I just, I thought if there's going to be a Christmas miracle this year, this is probably the one, right? But so far, I'm not, I'm not giving up hope because Christmas is the season of perpetual hope, but, or so we learned from Kevin's mom (laughs) in Home Alone, but, um, so far, no answer. Santa is weighing his Christmas miracles. Yeah, so far. He's like, you know, <laughs> Should I, I those, give these orphans this? You know, the, the victims or... of the tornadoes in Kentucky or Ugh. Noel's bonbons. What if he accidentally sent my bonbons to the tornado victims? Well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. It's been a tough year. It's been a, the, yeah, that's the point. My point is it's been a rough year all around. It's been... And uh, Hershey hasn't answered my letter yet. Maybe they're inundated with letters about the mint chocolate. I mean, we probably both should have. Like, and the... so they just haven't gotten to my particular letter. You know, like, wasn't it like Miracle on 34th Street? They yeah, got, I was they just got thinking all that. the letters. Like all the letters, the bags they of letters. They came pouring it. Or what if there is like an evil vice president of Hershey chocolates and he purposely discontinued the bonbon <laughs> mint chocolate fudge bonbon bell and he uh is keeping all of the many letters from the mint fudge bonbon bell lovers from making it to the uh affable older santa-esque 
Hershey CEO. Descendant of Milton Hershey. Milton Hershey the sixth. I googled it. Look, it's a shame because this comes up. It comes up as unavailable. I know this is the problem with things like Instacart and stuff, or even Amazon. If you Google it, sometimes you get excited because you see it, and then you click on it, and it says out of stock or unavailable. For a hint of mocha and a minty fudge surprise, unwrap and place one Hershey's bonbon bell in each coffee cup before filling. Yeah, love to. I'd love to. That'd be amazing. Right now, but I can't. Um. And I don't know, you know, some years, some years the world is cruel to you and you just get a little bit older, you know? That's uh, sad. I know. <laughs> well, the idea being that you, you know, one Christmas you bring it back around and rediscover the child within and such. So I'm hoping they bring it back next year and I'm hoping that my letter has something to do with it. But in the meantime... <laughs> There are other Christmas treats. Uh, but are there? That are, there are. There are. I mean, what's top? Let's see. Okay. So the, the, the real hero of Christmas is the cookie. Yeah. To me, it's the iced sugar cookie. Um, there are a lot of cookies that are Christmas. So I don't bake. <laughs> I'm not against it. I just don't. I it like doesn't. Bacon. It, it's I know. Fun. This is, you discovered this love of baking during the pandemic. I love it. It was after, it's but good. okay. Um, I just don't. I except at Christmas, I bake all the Christmas. You cookies. know what's cool about baking is you take like a bunch of things that like you would never eat by themselves, but when combined, they're delicious. Like think how gross yeah. it would be if you just ate a spoonful of flour. I think about this all the time. Like, how, yeah. did, how did somebody figure this one out? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, a little. What by kind little. of trial and error? system game <laughs> and at when because baking i mean like bread is was one of the first things anybody learned how to make i would how i wouldn't do anything with flour i'd be like well this is trash we can't do anything with well, this it had to start with somebody chomping on wheat right <laughs> i guess that's where it started who i wonder if this that, is tasty who discovered that yeast makes things rise i don't know see and how much of it was an accident? It's very, it just, it doesn't feel like mathematically it should have been possible. Um, so I assume that all uh, basic cooking was a result of divine intervention. Um, but yeah, cookies, I bake a lot of cookies this time of year. Um, they're all great in their own way. You got uh, your pixies, you got your thumbprints, all good. We've got a special cookie in my family. Called hearts, spades, and diamonds. Yeah, um, we make those cherry squares. Oh, those are so good. Last year we tried to make them gluten free for Jill, my sister, and they did not turn out right. So this year we're making them non gluten free. Jill. No, she sucks. We're not. We're not changing our cookie <laughs> recipe for her. We're making non gluten free cherry bars, and they're going to be great. All right. When? It's like three days till Christmas. Uh, I don't know. I don't feel like you've thought this through. Oh, and I'm through. gonna make those. You've got the passion, but not the plan. Now, nah, my mom bought this stuff. She's okay. gonna lead so the charge. All right, so your mom will be like, no, "Come yeah, over, we're gonna... making, we're making cherry bars." This feels like it's gonna end in a last-minute uh, scramble. 
with uh, yeah. Run Run Rudolph playing background. Ah, here's a uh, here's a holiday dessert that I found out. This is like a Youngstown term, which is kolache, and other people just call it a nut roll. <sighs> that's weird. It's a kolache. Yeah, that's so. But like, especially at Christmas, it's a kolache. Last year, I was looking. Nut roll is so cold. I agree. Kolache is warm and ethnic. Kolache has. I mean, there's history in the word kolache. I know. I like. I said that this doesn't have to do with Christmas, but it's very weird uh, leaving places regionally and having people call things like cabbage and noodles. <laughs> you're talking about holushki is what you're talking about. I don't know why you're using so many syllables. Um, or what else? I'm trying to think of anything else. No, um, nobody calls. I don't. I actually think I did. This this isn't as pervasive. I think I heard somebody call a pierogi a potato dumpling or something like that once. This is. It's a pierogi. Not a it, food you, reference. Are you having a stroke? It's a, go on. This is not a food reference, but apparently in our area, people call a shopping cart a buggy. Oh no, I know that one. I said that one in college. Everyone like didn't know. What the- <laughs> Well, there's some things that you know, like I speak Western Pennsylvanian, but I don't, ca- you know, like if normal, if I'm talking on average, I'm going to say a shopping cart. But if somebody says, go get the buggy, I know exactly what they're talking about. Yeah, it's a buggy. Yeah. Or if somebody says they washed their clothes, I don't blink an eye. <laughs> <laughs> My grandpa had a very very unique way of saying the word orange that I can't replicate. What? But I knew what he was saying. Orange. Yeah, how did he say orange. it? Orange. I can't do it. Well, try your best. I can't, but I understand well, what, what it. What I didn't grow up change? speaking the language. I grew up hearing the language. Do you change the or or the orange? Both. <laughs> orange. I'm going to eat an orange. No, you're never going to be able to do it. But uh, it was it's it was reminiscent of Warsh. There was an extra R in there. I can tell you that much. Orange. Did I get it? <laughs> no. Orange. But it was also like a. Ch- anyway, the point is that yeah, you want to. I mean, you're taking, you're stripping, you're stripping the the food of all the metaphorical flavor. I bet your nut roll sucks. <laughs> right, but <What>? this kolache, <laughs> now that. I'm interested. In it. I All right, that. it's a holiday. Imagine like a you know like a like a sports bracket, like the number one seed versus the sixteen seed, and they yeah. play each other. Like just imagine like a Christmas dessert okay. bracket. Or is this all cookies? Because there are a lot of desserts that are not cookies, and they're great, but you can't have Christmas without. Christmas. Like, I mean, as far as you know, the ice sugar cookie versus the butterball. Butterball. Okay. For me. The. The cookie with the Hershey Kiss in the middle versus, versus the cookie with the Reese's peanut versus... butter cup in the middle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? I got to um, choose the Reese's cup, I think. I might choose the Hershey's Kiss, and let me tell you why. Because the cookie is already peanut butter. Yeah. I That's guess. the cookie itself is bringing the peanut butter to the table. I like a simple cookie. I do. I'll. I love a shortbread. I don't think there's anything better in life. I'm like a shortbread than a, tonight. Than a good shortbread. Like, please do. And all it is is like butter and flour and vanilla. Like <laughs> sugar. There like, even that's eggs it. in that? <laughs> I feel like that's it. And that's what a snow what a snowball, you call it a butterball. 
bit different, but like a snowball is so good. Yeah. It's just some those crushed, things some and nuts. nuts in it. Yeah. yeah, like some nuts add to that. But or like um, it's pretty much the same with the hearts, spades, and diamonds, right? Like they're basically a shortbread cookie with nuts and sugar on it. Why mess with a classic, right? It's simple, delicious. Okay. Nothing beats toffee shortbread. Ooh. Oh, I like skipped a, ahead in the bracket. Like that Sorry, thing we had it. in whatever city we were. Oh in my there. god, that was I knew Where it well, we? I knew it was gonna be amazing. When I saw it, I knew I had to have it. And then you took a bite. A non believer. <laughs> and then we went and got another one because I wasn't giving you any more bites. I can't remember. Where were we? Somewhere do for you to do comedy. Bill, <laughs> check your chart. Oh, <laughs> good idea. <laughs> What year was that? You should you should add a column and it's uh things I ate well things I ate while I was doing a set. Yeah, but also the bread chef makes that really amazing toffee shortbread. It's really good. Uh but it's not Christmas without I don't know, fill in the blank. We had a real success this year with the Pixies. We uh my grandma always so I always What's a pixie uh, again? Which so, one was that? so that's kind of like a, a brownie cookie. It's a chocolate pixie. It's uh so my grandma always made cookies with us when we were younger. So it's just us and my grandma. And she made all these cookies. And then as she got older, she kind of stepped back a little bit and I took over and now I'm making all the cookies. Um, and uh, since she stopped making them, basically, the pixies have never been good. And I follow her recipe exactly. Like, I've looked up recipes online. For at least a decade now, I've been trying to do the Pixies. They haven't been turning out well. And we can't figure out why. Um, oh, my, you need to refrigerate it. Yeah, nobody... Well, don't give away the ending. Well, it Jeez. wasn't. No, I, mean, I did. So, it wasn't the they've been... Yeah, this story. is a great story. This is, is This it, is a story about triumph at Christmas time and how perseverance and the power of family. Uh, so, my uh, mom even tried to make them last year. They came out exactly the same. They were, like, small and hard, and they didn't spread. So, finally, doing research this year... I figured out that they'd probably been in the refrigerator too long, so I didn't even put them in the refrigerator this year. And for those of you out there wondering why your pixies are gross, try not refrigerating them. They spread. They're delicious. They're chewy. They're soft. It's not my favorite Christmas cookie. Hold on a second. Oh, no. (laughs) What is that? Santa Claus? Oh, my God. You're never going to believe this. It's a. I didn't plan. This letter was. Letter was wedged. This letter was wedged at the bottom of our mailbox. It's a. It's a letter from Hershey. <gasps> what? <laughs> Dearest Noel. They spell it correctly. No, they put an L E at the end. Nope, that's not right. We apologize for the lack of mint chocolate bonbons on the shelves this year we have decided to shelf them in honor (gasps) of the 60th passing of milton hershey oh we will have them next year that's silly 
They should have done twice as many. Please enjoy bonbon bells. This letter. <laughs> <laughs> what if someone said that? You was, that? that was awful. <laughs> you thought they were going to give you something at the end, but they were just like, "I hope you enjoy." Please enjoy our, on us. Our warmest regards. This letter. <laughs> Uh, that letter was fake. Hershey we are sending to you. No, they haven't responded. Back. And I got to tell you, I don't want to think poorly of Hershey. Um, but this is a real, if they don't get back to me, it's a real um, mark on their reputation. You know what I mean? Like I'll always, every time I eat um, a Hershey moving forward, I'm not saying I'm going to boycott Hershey. Um, but I'll be just a little bit sad. Every time I eat a chocolate bar from here on out. Except the chocolate bars from Aldi because those are amazing. German chocolate at reasonable prices. Um, got anything else to say about cookies? Um, yeah, I had something. I forgot what it was now. Um, what's your favorite kind of Christmas cookie? Oh, the cookie dough that you got to eat it behind. I got to eat it. <laughs> Behind my yeah. mom's back, because my mom has a big thing about. Well, now she's going to hear that you said cookie this. dough. You're going to die immediately, so you got to wait till she turns around. You got to eat well, some cookie no, dough. Well, no, my grandmother also was anti cookie dough, which was especially uh, hurtful, because in my family, we have a long tradition of mixing with our hands. <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> But that's how we do it. That's how when, we've always done it. That's how my dough, grandma taught me to do it. I feel like there was a time in my life where cookie dough ice cream... I feel like cookie dough ice cream was invented in the middle of our childhood. Do you no, feel I like... I just feel like it was always around. I feel like at one point I but, I saw cookie dough ice cream. No, it was always around. Really? Yeah, I think so. So anyway, when you were done mixing with your hand... Yes. There was cookie dough... <laughs> on your hand yeah and my grandma used to like grab our hands and like use a spatula to scrape all the cookie dough off and the trick was to like twist your hand around and like try to save some of the cookie dough so that when she sent you to the kitchen to wash your hands You'd lick you them. could lick, <laughs> lick all the cookie dough off your hands before you wash them all right but i have not had uh i've eaten well, I've got a chart here. I tell you what, every time I've eaten cookie dough over the you, last thirty years, oh my god, years, let me pick a date. I have okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I have written it down. December twelfth, uh huh, nineteen ninety-eight. Okay, all right. I was yeah, um, <laughs> fourteen years old. Wow. Okay. And I ate uh, three different kinds of cookie dough that on December twelfth, nineteen ninety-eight. Yes. Wow. Yes. See, isn't it great recording stuff? It's it's amazing. I'm going to start you know, doing it with everything. I'm glad. Documentation. That... Is, it's, just, it's just really What I like is uh, data. I do sure. like data. I actually I like, do like, like data. I, I do like data. <laughs> uh, to, uh, I, but it might also be a, a way to procrastinate. <laughs> I'm collecting the data I need to really, really move forward. On this project with a bang. All right, you want to talk about Christmas music? Is there anything to say besides it's great? It's great. I mean, I don't think I don't, I don't know have anything a... great to say about Christmas music. I do think that some of the like Christmas hymns get lost. 
in like the secularization I think of commercial Christmas. I feel like that's in more in recent years. Like the last ten? Yeah. I feel like if I you do. turn on the radio it, and go to the Christmas station, they're not gonna they're playing it's gonna be ninety percent. Well, like Nat King Cole did, like Hark the Herald Angels sing, yeah. and you know, you can hear like Shadaisy's version of Deck the Halls or whatever. But I'm sure um, Michael Bublé has a Oh Holy Night, but everybody has an Oh Holy Night. I'm just saying, I just can't feel like get away from Oh Holy, oh, holy Night. Great song, but you can't get away from it. Yeah, at Christmas, you know what you never hear? Away in a manger. Hmm. There's like a okay. ju- a Judd's. The judge version of that. Yeah, Other than that, your only options are coral. I bet there's coral some. I the bet if I, if I you Google away in a manger right now and I'm a YouTube like away in a manger right now. And Jessica Simpson away in a manger. But yeah, I don't think they've been playing them as much. But that also might be uh, every year. I uh, Carrie Underwood has one. Nobody will go. Tina McBride sing Christmas carols. Alan maybe? Jackson. Is this a real country <gasps> song? No, it's just that. People who sing country tend to, uh, you know, have a, a more Christian-infused holiday rather than a, a secular holiday. That's all. Okay. I like them both. I like uh, both kinds mm-hmm. of crowds. Like, I would say that my two favorite sort of Christmas aesthetics, time period-wise... Did we talk about this already? I like that, like... Um, you know a christmas carol i'm thinking of a muppet christmas carol specifically time period you know like 19th century uh christmas and then i also like that sort of 40s christmas um the 50s a little bit too i went to the hershey website and is there something i feel like they could have like when they asked us to accept all cookies I feel like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was room like, there for a pun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why are you there? You know, what if We're I talking about Christmas I music? Just, I know. I just feel like, what if I just also just send them a letter and just be like, you know, my wife. What if you also <laughs> sent them? A, no, you you don't say my wife. Act like you're another concerned citizen. <laughs> I think we should get all of our listeners to send a letter to Hershey's. How do you even... Um, it's just a... It's a really good chocolate. I can't even find. So I do feel like lately... You know what else? Actually, this is just the last two years. You know what's really bothered me? Um, and some people will be okay with this. Used to be that wherever you went, starting in November, everybody was playing Christmas music. And people complained. I loved it. It was great. I'm having a great time. Christmas season has started. But I've been places in December the last couple of years that are not playing Christmas music. Um, I was in a Target on Black Friday and they were playing like Dua Lipa. I don't even know. It, It wasn't Christmas. I'm like, what's going on? Because even from a capitalist perspective... Playing Christmas music is supposed to make people buy more stuff. Actually, Target only recently started playing any music. Well, any. Did you know that Target used to be completely silent? Did you know that? No. Yeah. That's cool, though. (laughs) What? I don't know. That's one. Hey, you know what? I feel like that was interesting. I'm just telling you that's just one example. I've gone other like restaurants and stuff like that. I'm trying to get in the Christmas spirit. 
I'm throwing myself at Christmas very hard and other people are not playing Christmas music. It's very confusing to me. Um, I thought it, it's, I know when it started. It was in Christmas of 2019 because I had the thought that maybe it was strategic that they didn't want too many people coming in. And, you know, because you were only allowed to have like a certain capacity. So I didn't want people getting all frenzied over Christmas. So they didn't play Christmas music. Maybe get people out of there faster. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why that's been going on lately. But I, as long as we're starting campaigns, bring back Christmas music. November 1st. If I walk into your store, there better be some holiday music. I mean, okay, I'm not saying every... Maybe you're Jewish. That's fine. Play some Hanukkah music. Okay. Holiday I mean, point taken. Music. You're preaching... Or some secular Christmassy music. Some winter solstice music. Winter solstice music? Yeah. What is that? Like some... uh, Like some Celtic... Yeah, let it snow would be... uh, Some Celtic... uh, With some Lorraine McKinnett. Some... (laughs) (laughs) About snow and the hearth. And the the Yule log. It's time to change (laughs) topics. (laughs) My yawn indicates that I am very I'm sorry that my passion bores you. You know what? What? You know what's a little a little talked about? If you want to, if you want to, if you want to segue on into a different topic, you know what nobody ever talks about, but I think could be fascinating. Yeah. When it comes to Christmas. Yeah. Christmas commercials. We have been talking about. Uh, or we've been watching a couple of nights. We watched some old Christmas commercials on Yeah, YouTube, YouTube has like 80s and 90s holiday commercials. It's actually really weird because I hate commercials in present day. Yeah. And, um, but there's something odd about watching old commercials from the 80s because now there's like in 90s because there's like a nostalgia and just, it just feels like innocent. Yeah. Well, it's I like, can... why do I suddenly enjoy commercials now for the past it's very strange enjoying commercials but also enjoying commercials like they make you feel Christmassy because they're all about consumerism right which is supposed to be what you're getting away from to feel more Christmassy but um I have a couple of thoughts on this one is watching the old commercials and it could just be the Christmas commercials, maybe. But watching the old commercials and being reminded of the commercials of my youth relative to the commercials that we see today, they were a thousand percent more mellow. And I think it's because we yeah. just have so much stimuli around us today oh, yeah. that commercials uh-huh. have to be obnoxious to get attention. And we're not, I talk about this all the time, we're not the target audience for commercials anymore. Right, it's like eighteen to twenty-five. The people who are jet. No, it's also younger. Well, a little, yeah, and kids, it's children, kids so they too. Go to their parents t- and yeah. they ask for things. So a lot of commercial. I mean, most marketing though is aimed at people who haven't yet got any brand loyalty. All right, so they're really. I they haven't got any just, brains. Got any brain, but they're just like trying to to um, get them in. Right, they're just starting to get money, and so they're trying to get them in as like lifetime consumers of this product. There's commercials, not holiday, but commercials in general are also aimed at older people. Yeah, I mean, some are. I'm not saying that there are no commercials aimed at our demographic, but those aren't the most of not. Like, we're not drinking Mountain Dew Kickstarter. 
right? Like that's wait, is it good? It's not gonna come up for us. No, gotta, it's, there's gotta, no way it's good. They got a diet, and we drink coffee. We're good with our, our generic coffee. Actually, the the Christmas we get the Ruby Brothers salted caramel coffee, and it's not Christmas without it. But uh, that's a local for the most part. Right? Yeah, for the most part. We're good with our, our coffee, a little bit of... Sometimes commercials of work. The only commercials that work on me are the food commercials. That's where just they, because you were hungry they anyway. zoom in <laughs> on us, like, like a, the fork, getting the Olive Garden Alfredo. But you already liked the Olive Garden. Yeah, You were already going to go there at some point. Well, I mean, we go to the Olive Garden when we get, like, a gift card for the Olive Garden. I've only been to the Olive Garden recently. I mean, I'll go to the Olive Garden, period. No matter. In fact, I always go to the Olive Garden on Black Friday yeah, with my aunt. It's a tradition, right? You go out shopping all night, and then you go to the Olive Garden for lunch. Hey, here's a holiday commercial that hit it out of the park. I think I know where you're going the with this. The Hershey Kiss Bells. Yeah, that's it. They've been, they've been milking that for the last... But 30, it's, a, it's, such a, it's such a great least, commercial. It's so good. Well, no, they adapted it this year. Have you seen it? No. It's like it starts it. It's dinging the thing where it's doing its thing, and then a little girl reaches in and grabs one of the Hershey's and like puts it on a cookie. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. she's baking with her dad. So yeah, they've gotten a lot of mileage out of that commercial because it is perfect. <laughs> but think about that commercial versus the kind of commercial that you're assaulted with. When you're just trying to watch a show now, right? Like it's, and I think a lot of it is about fighting for attention in a world where there's screens all over, the, especially for young, for kids. Well, you saw the difference in there was a commercial for Target from 30 years ago where it's just, it's like the, the family having a nice time together at Christmas. And today the Target commercial is families dancing, while, you know, just everyone's <laughs> yeah, in, their, dan- in their pajamas. Dancing on the pajamas like, on the bleachers. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. I do like this. This will be interesting, right? As a as a social experiment, you know, uh, when we were kids, the toy everybody every kid knew the Toys R Us song. Yeah, I don't want to grow up. Yeah, uh, Toys R I'm gonna do the whole thing. <laughs> Toys R Us get no, I'm not gonna. Okay, so you, everybody knows it. Well, then Toys R Us went away. We thought they were gone forever. It turns out they're back. So if they expand again and start making commercials again. I guarantee you that Jeffrey, the Toys R Us giraffe, is going to be rapping. Like, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a simple jingle anymore. It's going to have to be something so loud and obnoxious. And that can, like, where does that end? That can only go so far. Yeah. How obnoxious can you get? Well, we're at the end of America. That's this is a Christmas episode. When you save your doomsday We've reached conspiracy decadence. theory stuff for Jan- January. For January, Ooh, yeah. You can talk about good. decadence in January. You can when it's austere and we're we're upset about all the indulgences of December. I don't then you even can, remember then what you can go on a means. rant about it's it's just it's it's cold. It's barren. What's cold? simple? Oh, January. January. We're we've we've just gone through a whole month of decadence and celebrating, and now we're looking forward solemnly, and and it's like, and it's serious. Time to get serious again. Okay, I, I just, then you I can just, do you just, can just do make, your rant for the people. I would just make it a point, like every reach no, every reach that, decadence. No, I think that 
actually, I am more optimistic. I tend to think that it's a pendulum. And now we're, we've, we're, we've reached a point, or at least we're coming to a point where commercials, for example, are going to have to um, be quiet <laughs> to stand out. Like, imagine if a commercial came on, <laughs> like like the one for the Cabbage Patch Kid in the 1980s, you know? It's just like, oh, look at You know, you would notice that because it's so different from all the other commercials. I'm actually surprised no company has made a commercial like retro and really make it seem like it's from the 80s well people might think it was from the 80s and then not go by their Maybe. product you know what watching those old commercials it reminded me who we don't see in commercials anymore is ronald mcdonald oh i thought you were gonna say dave thomas no because he peace, well dave thomas hero. i miss him but dave thomas got his angel wings before he died <laughs> we borrowed dave thomas <laughs> from heaven that is true I mean, I love, I, I love a square <laughs> hamburger patty. For many reasons. For many reasons. But at some uh, point, they realized that, like, Ronald McDonald was not appealing. Which is weird, because we just said you got to be obnoxious to get attention. I think just, so, like, clowns, like, they're, clowns became creepy at some point. I don't know when. Well, I would say Gacy. Is it Gacy? <laughs> oh, was he the Ruin, one? Gacy and Stephen King. Or ruined d- double-handedly <laughs> ruined clowns for everyone. When was Gacy? Is that seventies or eighties? I don't know. I just, but I can see the picture vividly <laughs> in my mind. Or the insane clown posse. Okay. They all ruined clowns, and people like Brett helped them do it. Oh, my cousin who was in the ICP. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. You know, write them a letter if you want to bring clowns back. I didn't say I wanted to bring clowns oh. back. You know, it was I don't really, need... when we were kids, speaking of clowns, this is off Christmas, but speaking of clowns, we kind of watched Bozo the Clown. It wasn't a big thing for us, but I knew who Bozo the Clown was when I was a kid. And he wasn't frightening. But now if you look at a picture of Bozo the Clown, it's absolutely terrifying. I can, you know, the evolution of clowns. This this could be a whole episode. This could be a whole That's episode. Okay. We're, not doing, we're not doing a clown episode. Well, we'll put that on the back burner um, in case we run out of something. You want to end this say. with some Christmas uh, memories? Or, Christmas uh, memories? Well, yeah. we got to figure out a way to make it. Uh, I think as we learned with the discussion of my comedy career, <laughs> that's, you know, the trip down memory lane is not always interesting. You want to uh, lean away from the to, data. Uh, other people. From the charts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, what loved one were you warmly hugging on November 28th, 1986? <laughs> okay, good. Christmas memories. What about, there's so many. We've lived so many Christmases. Oh, God. How old are we? 30, are we 40? No. Not, not. yet, but we might 37. Well 37. 37 is the new 22. But this will be our 30. 30- Eighth Christmas. Yeah. Boy. Was, you count womb time, as my Uncle Keith would say. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> Here we are, nearing 40 Christmases. Mm-hmm. Nearing. Wow. And that's a lot of Christmases. How can we... I can't think of one memory. That's because, just... that's because you... I'm kidding. When you have so I'm many, kidding. where do you even begin? I'm kidding. 
Pick an pick an age. Yeah, nine. I feel like that's a a real sort of. I feel like Christmas like is like maybe the best at like the age of like seven or eight or nine, right? Is that the most magical I wouldn't, age? For... I would say it's the. See, I hesitate to say the best because I like to appreciate what I have. Speaking of forming an attitude of gratitude, but I think it was the easiest to it took less work when you were you know between whatever four and probably 11 to uh really experience the magic of christmas what were some of your like gifts that you remember getting as a kid why like (laughs) i don't know if i remember specific gifts but i have to tell you looking and this is reiterated by looking at old home movies my on my mom's side my mom was the oldest and um of the of the children on her like of all my aunts and um so my brother and I were the first grandchildren on that side and we always spent Christmas with them Christmas morning and so um before my cousin Brian came along and even when he was like a baby you know nobody whatever he can have a couple gifts but we had so many presents that it was insane (laughs) there is a story about <clears throat> when I was uh, probably about five, five or six, you just think that because you have always spent Christmas with like four people, which is so weird to me. Um, I've always had been, you know, had Christmas with cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff. So well, and, we did. We just saw Christmas bo- morning. Oh, the Christmas I morning did. was with our immediate family. Then we we saw it like cousins like or later in the day. So our grandparents the night before. So. That's a strange to me. Well, we also lived uh, out of state when we were really young. Um, so, you know, we traveled back for Christmas. And so we were actually staying at my grandparents' house. There was no getting away from family for us. And so it was all, and we had my mom's side and my dad's side. And so we went to spend Christmas Eve with my dad's side of the family. And then we spent Christmas Day with my mom's side of the family. And we were always had cousins and all kinds of stuff going on. It was very It's your way of saying chaotic. you can't remember any gifts you got because you got so I got many. I so many that gifts. Well, there's actually a story that my mom, my mom and dad tell about how one year I asked if I could stop opening Christmas presents because I was tired. I thought you were going to say hungry. No, I was <laughs> tired. Um, there's You have a cassette tape of you on Christmas morning opening gifts and your brother just comes down in his, in his tidy whiteies. <laughs> my brother walked around in his underwear <laughs> hot look we he all still does. we all did but well i didn't there's a whole it was a whole thing in my family between there was there was conflict there was strong and it was or what's it drum and i don't know okay so it was uh, uh just a thing but yeah so we uh when we weren't in footy pajamas, my brother was in his underpants opening Christmas <laughs> presents. We had a lot, like a lot, a lot of Christmas presents. Too many, in fact, I would say now. You were spoiled. If we had kids, I would I would not get them that many Christmas. We, we, we were spoiled You're at spoiled. that at that juncture in our lives. I don't know. How has it shaped my personality? Did it make me the optimist I am today? Even when Brian was there, he was the third. It was like, whatever. He's a baby. He can't take that many presents, right? 
And Matthew came along and was like, okay, fine. And so now, the, then Andy and Joey and Wait, Ka- are you I mean, saying like, there was like <laughs> there was like eighty president eighty presents that were at any given moment split between grandkids and you started yeah, off probably. getting then forty we got each, yeah, probably. and then you got thirty each, and then twenty, <laughs> ten, five. Probably, yes. I'll also say I was always into the. It's not like I didn't get pre- The interesting thing about when you're really young too is you don't even care what you get. We didn't have a Christmas list. Do you know what I mean? Like I there think wasn't you anything. Did. No, when I was, when you're five, six, seven, it was just like Freya to my niece. She'll be so happy with anything. I read it. I found an old letter. She just loves I wrote to Santa. The toys. Yeah. And um, I asked, I don't remember what I asked for, but I specified no money. <laughs> I got to be now, honest. Now, I'll take well, some of that money. Your priorities change as you get older. What it's is it? Dum- Dumbledore says he just wants a nice pair of socks. I get it. I'm starting to get it. If Santa wants to pay our January rent. That'd be a great yeah, gift. Yeah, money. Great. Love it. Gift cards? You love a gift card. Here's some gifts I remember getting. Okay. Well, when I was a kid, I really wanted this Lego pirate ship. It was like $100. And Santa couldn't afford it. Or, his, you know, his elves couldn't afford it. But well, I did Santa get... Santa only gives so much. Santa yeah. has to have a budget. This other kid. I was, remember kid. one time I was in school so big. and I, like, I yeah. mentioned this, the the pirate ship and this other kid i won't say his name because he doesn't deserve to be named he was like oh yeah i have that and he just said it like he didn't even appreciate it well santa probably didn't bring him other things yeah like but parents I, that loved i did get it <laughs> wasn't lego it was like off-brand lego nice. but it was uh but it was so cool it was like a, it was like a castle it was like a big lego castle well that sounds it, pretty nice no it was, it was awesome that was good i remember one year my uh I can't remember what AJ was, but my dad made, well, he didn't, I don't know if he somehow like maybe someone at work helped him make it. It was like a, a like a locker, you know, it was like a wooden like sports locker That's cool. that had my name on it. It was blue. Where is it? It's in their basement now. It's pretty cool. And it was, it, I had it in my, you should bring it over. I had it in my, well, you put it in your closet. <laughs> I had it in my bedroom for a while and for some reason we moved into my basement and that was a good gift so your dad made you a gift well he didn't like specifically my dad's not like a hand, a woodworking person I but wish he anyway. if, if but he ever facilitated I the gift shop somewhere. somehow so <laughs> he asked for it gave the specs and let paid the guy yeah. <laughs> okay one time my dad got me a baseball glove but like he couldn't just give me a glove like he had, he had to warm it in like you know like a new baseball glove oh, needs yeah. like worked in yeah so but you each, could have done that so each no but he what you he wanted to give me like a glove that was able to okay. use it so he all, right. all throughout the christmas season he was just like throwing a ball into the glove at night and i would be upstairs <laughs> and I'd be like what's that sound and I, I can't remember what he said that's such a wholesome memory <laughs> oh, uh, i tell you nice. the worst the worst. The worst. Was you're watching, gonna judge. Oh, I thought you were gonna watching say the worst my sister Christmas open present. gifts. Oh God, it was always a doll, and then she got some. She still loves dolls. I know. It's still last <laughs> it's year. Still it was doll. boring watching her open a doll. I didn't say this was for my past. We didn't. Here's a, here's something you, they don't say about being surrounded by cousins and stuff. Nobody takes turns opening gifts. You rip open your gifts. Nobody. Yeah, gets. I don't like that zoo atmosphere at Christmas. Nah, it's fine. I don't, it, things have sort of changed over there for me because now I'm like the, of the person walking around with the camera or the bag, like cleaning up 
the paper. You guys do that pickle like thing I never people. even heard of. Oh, I never heard of that thing. You hide the pickle, and then the person who finds the pickle gets an extra present. That's fun. <laughs> My aunt Pat does yeah. it. It's great. You find oh, the pickle. We, you uh. We did. It's the, uh, hard. She's a good pickle hider. I get it. One thing. Shout we, out to Aunt Pat. Yeah. One thing we did that you guys didn't do. Well, I guess our family is a little more Italian on my dad's side than yours is. Is we have the the fish dinner. Yeah. Which apparently is like an Italian thing. I love like the, the fish feast of dinner. the seven fishes. Fishes or something. Yeah, I loved that. I was like, I gotta marry into and this family. I couldn't make this it this year because I, I had a road know, gig, and it was a little sad that I couldn't make I it. Love the Especially the since we didn't fishes. do it last year. But yeah, we did that since. Uh, I mean, the person who's like had the event that's like changed over the years, but that's a good tradition. And when I was a kid, though, I like shrimp was gross to me, so I just probably just ate pasta. <laughs> when we met, you were obsessed with shrimp because shrimp was because I had, like <laughs> yeah because I never ate. I was shrimp. like this guy likes shrimp. I was like shrimp. That's one of his quirks. Shrimp shrimp looked gross to me for years, and then in my mid twenties, I was like, what if I put the shrimp in my mouth? Like when we met, you just discovered that shrimp I was good. I just discovered <laughs> that shrimp was good when like, we I, met. You like shrimp. But I thought when I, you know, when we started dating and I was like, I see real potential in this guy. I thought I was going to have to deal with your shrimp thing. I had, you had shrimp a weird, fever. You had a weird shrimp thing. I had shrimp It's like, all right. Fever. I'll just keep, I'll just when keep we met. this fridge stocked with cocktail sauce. It's fine. <laughs> no, I had never, so the, I had never eaten shrimp before. Then uh, I was yeah, like, you're this not is as, actually You're good. not as, as into it now. Like obsessed with it. You like it, but it's not. So I didn't it's eat not it. front and center of any of our discussions anymore. I didn't eat the tomato until I was 24. Uh, oh, remember my goat I'm, cheese fever? You do oh you God. do that with every. We could go oh through God. a long list of stuff. You this try something for the first time. This was 29-ish. And then I you got get really into cheese. it for a while. Let me just take a quick moment. And then it just is in your repertoire. To, to tell our audience the, the, the few good things you can do with goat cheese. All right. <laughs> you want to mix goat cheese with one of two things, which is pasta sauce or Italian dressing. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't limit it. To I'm that. saying those are the best. I those are the best. There, but yeah. So you got really spaghetti good. and meatballs. Put a little goat cheese on it. Mix it all Some up. Some people do heat su- it up. Sweet with goat cheese. We haven't tried that yet because it sounds gross. But I also, mean, it might be good. It's like Italians mix ricotta with sweets and then you then you have a cannoli and that's amazing so uh, cannolis are good cannolo? so i don't know i would do it what's plural cannoli cannoli cannolo is so singular. un cannolo but you sound like a jerk if you say i haven't had any i'll, have a cannoli cannoli this I'll take year. i'll take one cannolo please <laughs> you sound like a jerk um I do remember uh, this. What this is a memorable. All of my memorable gifts are memorable for other reasons than like I really wanted this gift. I always loved like the the uh, pageantry of Christmas. I love the opening of gifts and giving gifts. I just say it like gift that. giving is one of my. Uh, you always ask me that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> gift giving is one of my primary love languages. Um, so I love the I, I love gifts, giving and receiving gifts, but they don't have to be anything. You know, it's about it's about the love. Getting. I like both. It's about the love behind it, though. It's like I put a lot of. In fact, I made one of your Christmas gifts this year. Oh, so you no. have to pretend to like it because oh, I it made how? it. I crafted it with my own two hands. Oh, God. There was paint involved. Oh God! So. 
you have to at least you have to at least pretend to like it good let's hang it wow (laughs) no it's gonna be great i'm just kidding it's gonna be be great great. it's great it's gonna be great it's gonna be your favorite gift that's gonna be great it didn't turn out as well as I wanted it's, it to, but it's it was made with love. So, made I, with love. speaking of it's ugly, uh, it loving, speaking of loving gifts, uh, you reminded me of this as you were talking about gifts that you got every. Uh, did I? I don't know if I talked about this because I talk about it sometimes. Every year, my grandma Stangers and my dad's grandma, I mean my dad's mom, would get all of the granddaughters a barbie like the the holiday collectible barbie she was into like collectibles and stuff like that and so um every year we got one me missy and kyleen each got one and missy saved hers and wrapped them in bubble wrap and put them in a storage unit and she looked it up like 10 years ago her collection was worth like three to four thousand dollars i cracked them open every year Pulled them out, took them on adventures with me, cut their hair, took them in the bathtub, <laughs> traded their outfits. I had the best time with these Barbies. The, Isn't that worth more than the money you would get I, later? Th- yes. I think my grandma, um, she quit buying them for me when she found out when I, that I was playing with them. She just got me something else. But uh, but I loved them. I guess I, I had an great. every year Those gift were... too because my grandpa would always get me a Hess truck. And that was like a oh, Christmas yeah. Eve uh tradition did you play with, with them or did you save them well i mean i played with them more when i was younger i think well you didn't play with them last summer like yeah. <laughs> at the beach yeah. but um but yeah it's nice you know to sort of have that so i have that memory i don't know that's those are the kinds of gifts i remember i don't remember any very specific thing that i really wanted and got I, like my brother I mean, yeah, if you saw pictures or something you'd be you'd be oh, like, oh yeah, yeah go like, oh yeah that i love that yeah. um but i don't know what i got for christmas what i got for i had stuff I, I can remember things i loved i just don't remember if i got them for christmas yeah. i mean like my grandma uh crocheted our whole lives probably i'm sure before i was born and um she made us pound puppies did you know pound puppies are back are they back? They're back. I saw them at a JCPenney's on Black Friday. I th- If I was a collector, I definitely would have bought some pound puppies. They're in the original, like, 1980s packaging. There was a strawberry shortcake doll there, too. I took a picture to send to Jill, and I forgot to send it to her. But um, you could smell it. It smelled like strawberry shortcake. It was great. I was having a great time. Do you ever do a Christmas play? Did you ever go to school? Or... Yes. Because we did. <laughs> it was a... I, I think I only did one. So you did church plays. Yeah, we right? did. There was a church. And that's like, that was like such a big part of Christmas. It just felt like we were rehearsing that Christmas play like every day, but it was probably only like three times. All I remember one year I was Blinker Watt number three. And I think I was a toy soldier one year. I was a, um, a reindeer. Ah. In, in like kindergarten or first grade. I can't remember. But I remember being a reindeer. I remember wearing all brown and. Like, I don't know. I was a reindeer. It was a big deal being backstage, being a reindeer. Um, we had choral concerts every year. Sang Christmas music. Yeah, you like singing. All through high school, even. Uh, I liked that a lot because we would also go, like, we would take trips to, like, St. Paul's, the old folks' home, and stuff like that, and sing for them. And nobody ever goes Christmas caroling anymore, and it drives me out of my mind. Because mm, well. why not? Well, do it. I'm not stopping you. Milton Hershey isn't stopping you. But if you if you 
are in a group of three, then people think you're caroling. And if you're one person walking down the street singing Christmas music, uh, it's appreciated less. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I would appreciate it if I saw somebody singing Christmas music. I would go sing with them. Although you also have to be like, are they doing a thing? Do they not want me to come sing with them? But I would want to. Anyways. So, anyways, Christmas gift. Uh, I will say my brother got... Um, I remember my brother's landmark gifts because they were all like all of the gaming systems. Mm. He always just wanted a Nintendo. He wanted a... Um, like a um, Super Nintendo. Sega Genesis. He had them all. Which was nice because that meant I had them all. That's like a, that was a Christmas tradition is some computer game that for some reason just would never work. Oh, I got a, <laughs> a PlayStation for my 21st birthday. And then on Christmas, we got uh, the um, DDR mats. Yeah. And then we also got one year uh, the Guitar Hero stuff. Like the game and the guitars. And so um, one year just all, me and all my cousins played Guitar Hero all mm. night. Like played DDR all night. That was really nice. Hmm. It's weird now that you, I mean, I think you guys were the same. You cousins. There's a whole talk. This is a Christmas topic. Cousins. You spend so much time with these people when you're younger. And then, like, you grow up and they're still related to you, but you don't see them as you much. You see them a little less. Well, that's Only on holidays, A generation mostly. moves up and they're just a little bit more distant. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't see my cousins all that often yeah i think that's that's natural that just kind of happens yeah but isn't it sad it's kind of christmas yeah we got all the cousins together and (laughs) you just time to see extended family ah i feel like i'm winding down oh like physically yeah like physically getting hungry (laughs) not yet we didn't even talk about our christmas Christmas places christmas eat. eat out we just decided in the last week that we were going to eat at six different places. We, okay, well, we should also explain we don't eat out a lot. Not really, no. Yeah, we don't do a lot of eating but, out. But, like, so. to save money, though. Yeah, not because not we don't like snot, it, like just it's, because it's, it's, it's the best well, thing it's ever. healthier. Yeah, <laughs> You yeah, save more money. Yeah. You know, it's actually faster. <laughs> to just eat in and we're busy it's gonna be busy fun. you come in and then you're you know you got to eat dinner and get out you can't go out to eat and then go yeah. do comedy or like you're eating on the road um oh that's right because i do comedy so but, much i have to just eat at like five o'clock so you have to stop at like a sheets i don't think that counts as eating out no so we don't eat out a lot but we love to eat because <laughs> who doesn't it's so much fun. but i do associate eating out with Christmas a lot. Point is, we have places to go to. Yeah. Ticking off our list. They're all mostly local places, so it's going to be pretty boring to we're anyone. Ticking. No, we're not going to. But we can talk about what. Talk about where we're eating tonight. I'm pretty oh, excited. The, the I'm pretty excited. Terra it was your Mansion idea. In... Yeah, we're going to the Terra. It's a uh, uh, an old Southern Mansion style hotel and. Uh, restaurant. It's actually got, like oh, yeah. two restaurants. One of them. If you go to one of them, you have to put on like. Uh, fancy attire. It's one of those places. No, not us. No, Uh, we're going to the basement. Uh, Stonewall Tavern. Well, it's like because it's like a ten dollar meal if you go before five thirty. So we're going at five thirty. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, (laughs) and you get bread pudding. All right. 
All right, I'm tired. All right. Christmas is... It's not over, but we're done talking about it for this podcast. For the... We're done with this podcast. Yeah. All right. You guys have a good one. Bye.